If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, two, one. Do you know what I feel like doing? What? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things that are soup-related, and I'm joined by my co-host. Well, it's his Huey to my butcher. What up, guys? Aim on the mic here. I think that's the best. That's a very and, uh, proper uh, dynamic. <laughs> very... Very on the nose. But before we go into today's madness, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. You damn soups. You damn soups. And of course, The Boys Season 3 is potentially still going, depending yeah. pending the release of this podcast. I don't know. But um, we're here today to talk about The Boys and compare no, no, it. No, not our boys. Not not, not the the dub boys, not the we boys. could, we could, we can bring them up. Who knows? But we're here to kind of compare and contrast the boys compared to any of the Marvel shows we, we've been getting recently. Not Miss Marvel, not Miss. Of course, you, you got to watch it. I'm telling you, I'm please, please for the love of the pod, watch it. But we're gonna compare and contrast the boys to Marvel shows as of late, or pretty much any other superhero thing going on. Because, like, Invincible is kind of, like, in its own little niche market, I guess, you know? The boys walk so Invincible can run. Exactly. So, I would say the question to ask is, what do you prefer, the boys or the Marvel shows? But I feel as if those are two separate entities, you know? Oh, 100%, because you gotta think, the Marvel shows are something that we grew up with, you know, not not even talking about the movies, like the comics, the TV shows, the action figures. The boys, granted, yet yeah, they had comic books, but they were a little bit more adult oriented. So like us as kids, even though it came out during when we were younger, we wouldn't have really have read it or allowed to read it because of the gore and all that and all the sexual realities and everything in the boys was. But I think the closest thing to, to the boys is, and I'm not talking about Invincible. It's probably Peacemaker. Yes. I think that's the closest thing you could now compare those two as is, but because yeah, because you have also think the boys is not a superhero show; it's a business show at the end of it, and how if superheroes were real in real life, and how businesses would try to take it, manipulate it, and try to sell it, which is kind of scary, hundred percent, because you could definitely see somebody like Homelander in the real life just going off the deep end. And that's scary. 
Yeah, like this is the thing that the boys does so well. And like you mentioned it, like putting the idea that, yes, superheroes exist in real life. Like this is everyday life. This isn't in like a cinematic or comic book universe. This is real life world stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the idea and this this is what they're doing in season three. You know, we bring up the question all the time, like what if and grant you it did happen in the Snyder cut or whatever. Um, what if like the most powerful soup of them all just decided to be like, yo, F all of this, F all of you, like n- literally no one can touch me. So I'm going to just take the throne here. I'm going to do what I want. And props to like Anthony Starr, who literally creates this character of Homelander. And like, I say create, but like he embodies this character mm-hmm. and the parts where like Homelander is just silent versus talking. And it's like, scary. it's scary. That is when he's at his most scary point. Cause like you can see he's starting to crack and, mm-hmm. you know, starting to really like not have that filter that he used to have. Cause he yeah. came to the realization. He even said it in that little speech. He's like, I like, I'm tired. Like, I am better than all of you. And it's yeah. just a fact. Like, it's not me being like um, a hothead. Like, I literally can do whatever I want. And, and it's kind of like how Stormfront, when like, he's going like, I'm the dominant species. Stormfront basically was saying the white people are the dominant species. Even though he's saying that suits are the dominant species. But it's basically the same construct of what he was saying. And dude, like, there's stuff where, like, when he's terrorizing and talking, I'm getting chills. I'm just like, oh, my God. And I feel, I, I feel like, you know, no dark, like Thanos, I didn't feel like that. Um, you know, any of them like that. Like, I feel like yeah. just because Homelander is just like, he looks human. He is human. Uh, I, I just, it's scary. I feel like um, the only comparable, and this is like even a stretch, um, the comparable MCU villain that I would say like is... While it might be Thanos, but like Ultron gives me that weird like vibe of because like he, his argument made sense. Like that's when it's the worst is oh, whenever yeah. you kind of you can agree with the villain where mm-hmm. it's like I've seen humanity. I've seen everything they can do and they're just bad. Like humans and yeah. this is just a known fact. Humans are bad. We're a very like self-centered, very like egregious race. And it'd be better if not better speaking of the google ai we talked about mm-hmm. um you know it'd be better for like more balance um but uh, speaking of like the mcu and uh the boys are we going to address um the first scene of this new season what was the first scene? I don't remember. the thanos and ant-man theory oh that i, I don't want to talk about it yet. i don't want to talk about it i <laughs> That, I, I, I did not need that. I did not need that in my life. I did not need that visual in my life that is burned in my retinas now. Thank you, Amazon, for putting <laughs> that image in my head. I don't need it. I mean, first of all, he was using that for pleasure. I don't think Ant-Man was going to use that for pleasure for Thanos. Not at all. No. <laughs> See, you finally got what you wanted. This was your theory. You wanted this, and you got it. So, for those of you who don't know, I'm not gonna listen for this part. Just, just, just say it. Just say it. So there's a there's a superhero in this show 
that would be able to shrink and be able to grow. For those who don't know, I actually took my headphones out for this part because I'm not. He really did because he doesn't want to. Yeah, he doesn't want to relive it. Um, but the superhero can shrink and grow. Um, in order to to I guess describe it better, there was a scene in which this superhero crawled inside a man's pee hole. A little, little, little used like this, and then he went right into the tip. He went right into the tip, and DJ Ames laughing because he he's just seeing me mimic all of these things. And he crawls into the pee hole. He's massaging the inside to give this man pleasure, and I believe he sneezed or something, and causing him to sneeze, he expanded, and then he blew up the person that he was inside from the waist down. He was just blown up. It looked like a pile of chopped meat. Now, DJ, you can put your headphones back on. You can put your headphones back on. Um, I'm signaling to him. Welcome back. Nice to have you. Um, I do want to point out, though, in the behind the scenes of the show, it was actually shown that the um, the Schmeet that the superhero climbed into was an actual like scaled peen. Like it was an actual prop. Like it was an actual set piece. Oh, yeah. Um, first of all, I want to say I had you muted, but all I see is the fingers touching. Yeah. Head, and I'm like, so that was interesting to see. And like, also you brought up like, thank you, Amazon. I was every single, almost every single episode. I am personally like, how are they getting away with all this? I get you're like a subscription yo, service. Yeah. Jeff Bezos on a whole different level. He's acting up. Um, I just like, Honestly, like, do you agree? Like, how are how are the boys? And like, I get like they're edgy and stuff like that. But like, how are they personally getting away with stuff like this? I don't know, and I love it. I, love I, it. I agree. I, I I'm just amazed that it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, like how do how do they do this? I don't know. Like, I, who I want to be like, who pictured like okay, imagine a Marvel show, but you know, people are getting ripped. You see it online. Somebody is going up their butts like and who also and jeff is like yes we want that yes perfect also we are saying this it's the thursday before the next episode on friday Mm -hmm. the next episode is called hero gasm and apparently like there are warnings all over the place that like this next episode is not suitable for (laughs) like practically anybody so like i'm a little worried because i'm like i watch this show and like again we we've talked about this trope of you know, before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge. 
one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habit. 75% of Noom weight loss users finish the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that is noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe. B-L, you know, our parents walking into the room at the time. Okay, the- yo, Game of Thrones is getting a, a little, like, Game of Thrones is PG-13 out there. That compared. looks like the Teletubbies compared <laughs> to, like, this show. And apparently what's going to happen in this one, because, like, there was in the most recent episode, um, Kimiko goes in to assassinate yeah. um, this one dude oh, who, has, yeah. who has not only a Starlight uh, dildo, but, like, a Homelander one. The whole, seven, black, the whole seven. The whole the seven. The whole seven. And I'm like, bro, like, what the heck is happening? But um, to kind of, like, compare it to Marvel stuff, I get they're telling two different stories and everything, but... I don't know, like, it also ties into what I was talking about with the Halo series a while back about how I could do without the human side of that mm-hmm. show. I feel like the boys, like that group, the humans of this show are what makes it. Because, again, like even Butcher mentioned, like, the the whole deal of why he's taking the Compound V, the temporary yeah. one. He's like, we. this is the first time we've evened the playing field. Oh, 100%. Like, they were just lucky to get by with the skin of their teeth the last few seasons going against like Stormfront and even Homelander. Mm-hmm. But um, since we're doing this before the finale. Also, also, because you talked about Herogasm. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Homelander and Soldier Boy, because we know Soldier Boy did sexual harassment with gunpowder. I mean, no, Homelander doesn't have a filter of who he's fucking. So I think those two are going to... I think in the comics, they do. Yeah, they do. They do in the comics. Which is insane. That's going to be a weird deal. Whatever's happening well, there. Also, I'm going to call my shot here. You know how Homelander's just like, I'm tired of people controlling me? Homelander's like, well, you know, Butcher's controlling you in a sense of you fighting me. And I think the ties is going to go... Them, they're going to team up to, together and attack us. I never trust Soldier Boy, like, at all. The real Hell one. Hey. Yeah, the one that cranks that and this dude. Because it, it's like, that was, in. this is what that Red Witch, the Scarlet Witch of this universe said. Um, we we all didn't like you. Like, yeah. they're, they're going to come together. Homelander and Soldier Boy are going to come together off of the fact that their version of the Seven, or whatever crew they wanted to call that back then, yeah. and the Seven now, both of the figureheads of those two groups were not liked by any of them. No. So that Red Witch girl is what Maeve is for that group. Because yeah. that whole thing with Maeve. But yeah, like, it's so, like, the real life aspect of this all. Like, even with Stan Edgar, I'm surprised he went out the way he did. Yeah. Like, that one accusation, I'm like, this dude definitely got, like, an ace up his sleeve. Like, there's definitely, like, he was too he was, calm. Yeah, and he wasn't afraid after Homelander talked to him. He's like, he's like, you're going to miss me. You're going to miss somebody challenging you. And that's where it all comes in, where that one lady at that, um, like, the meeting where they were talking about Homelander and, like, oh, what are you going to do to deal with the quarter one or quarter two, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he kind of like had that look on his face like, I'm supposed to deal with this? Like, what? like, where's, 
isn't there someone else? But like, no, that's what Homelander wanted. He wanted to be the head honcho of the group. And here he is. Predictions. Now I'm going to ask you, Mm. do you think there's going to be a major death as if there wasn't enough already? Yeah. Rest in peace. Supersonic, by the way. Oh my God. I honestly think it's going to be, um, I think, I think this is the season where Homelander dies. Really? I think this is the season that, um, Homelander dies. Um, I don't we, think so. Can, I don't we also, can we also talk about how so far the season's going with, you know, with the Black Lives Matter movement, with Dude. Trump, Homelander kind of with Trump saying the fake news, fake media day, kind of all that. Bro, oh, and that doing, reminds me of a whole other tangent. And doing, um, like, oh, go outside, even though there was a like, super villain. There, go to the movie theaters, go to the diner. Trump basically saying, go to the diners, go there during COVID lockdown. Um, so you bring up that real life connection. Also, the infamous Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial with A Train, uh, uh, yeah, where he's yeah. like, "Oh, just like have my energy drink, and you'll solve like racism and stuff." Mm-hmm. Um, there's that connection. You also brought up Trump, where Homelander was, you know, talking about um, Supersonic, and he got for I think it was like Cinco de Mayo oh, or something. The tacos. The tacos. I was like, "Oh, like this show is written so damn well." It's just beyond me. But mm-hmm. I love the boys. I think it's very much one of those underrated shows, or I think right now it's starting to really come into the mainstream. Yeah. But yeah, I think this is a show. If you haven't yet watched, do yourself a favor and do, unless you have a weak stomach. I don't know what Friday's episode holds. I know I'm going to be very careful watching that episode because be like, mom, don't come in for the next hour, please. But for like them, for like Amazon to even put out like a warning saying like, Hey, this episode, mm-hmm. It's a little, it might be a little too much, but we okay. still did it anyway. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Oh I really am. God. Um, you you know the boys, and I think without the boys, Peacemaker wouldn't have a show. No nope. way it is. Um, we talked about Invincible. Granted, because we know. Let's be real. Um, Invincible. What's always like that in the comics? The bo- DC Peacemaker, like their shows aren't like that at all. And they are now just going with the win, like, oh, let's go with how Deadpool is or Wolverine and all that. And the boys, they're doing great. I'm honestly excited. I want a season four right now. Like, I, I think they're only doing eight episodes. And mm. um, I want season four right after that. Like, boom. Um, give so me the, what I want. Give me what I want. And it's what I want is more episodes of the Get Comfy podcast and nobody growing up my butt. Of course, you can catch more episodes of the Get Comfy Podcast, Get Comfy Lowdown, and Get Comfy Game Break every single Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Network. I have been Kalo, joined by the one and only Supersonic. And we'll see you guys next time. Uh oh. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.